listening to Clifford Kelly on Straight Truth Radio, the podcast. Under you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast, the place where the lip of truth endures forever. I'm your host, Cliff Kelly. Thank you for being here and tuning in to us here where we're just trying to bring understanding to end time events. Um, just before we get into get started and get um into this episode, again, we want to always um uh give you ways that you can contact us. Again, this is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast. Um, you can hit us up, email us at straighttruthradio at yahoo.com, straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. Um, thank you so much again for your listenership. And uh, for those of you who watch the watch us live, but then you 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 catch us, um, uh, you catch the podcast format. Um, as you can see here, those of you who are watching us live, we have in the corner here, here, there we go, <laughs> um, the QR code, our QR code, so then you can keep up with all the ways that you can uh, contact us. On there has all the formats um, uh, for those who um, you want to listen uh, later on. Uh, so I, I would advise you to check the social media, our social media sites where you can catch that QR code and keep up with uh, every episode. So we want to thank you again. Um, again, this is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Kelly, and we want to go ahead and get started and get into this episode, this episode which we're calling Putting the Pre-Trip Debate to Rest. Putting the pre, uh, Pre-Trip Debate to Rest. Um, just be, oh, well, the one thing I want to say, I want to give a shout-out to we got this uh we got these uh this download report and i wanted to um uh shout out and say god bless you and thank you to our podcast and audience uh we uh our you know the the the, the those who are listening to us you know you're you're downloading this podcast obviously here in the united states but uh it was where the uh, the percentage are mostly coming from but um you're listening to us from Canada, Germany, India, Australia, South Korea, Zambia, Turkey, the Philippines, Ireland, Thailand, Barbados, Jamaica, Norway, Argentina, um, uh, Ghana, the uh, Netherlands, South Africa, uh, uh, Nigeria, and also Pakistan. We want to thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we want to go ahead and get started and get into this episode. This episode, again, we're calling um, Putting the uh, Pre-Trip Debate to Rest. Now, um, we kind of talked about this, or we alluded to that we were going to probably uh, talk about this episode this week anyway on last week's uh, episode. Um, and, 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 and as, um, you know, it would have it, uh, we were in, and I won't, I won't, um, say the, 
that's the social media site just for, you know, just, I just, you know, I'm not trying to um, promote one thing over another, but we were, you'll know what I'm talking about if you are involved in those sites. Um, But I was in a room and um, I was in a room and while in that room, the actual conversation or the debate was regarding uh, the son of perdition and uh, which is, you know, right in my wheelhouse. And um, it were, and it you know, obviously took their theme from scripture, second Thessalonians chapter two verses, uh, well, verse three. And so uh, as we were, you know, I, involved in that room and in that discussion of uh, the conversation in regards to, um, you know, when, you know, the rapture or better yet, I should uh, probably say um, using Bible language because there's some who, you know, you lose people uh, automatically and they, you know, really don't want to hear what you're trying to say because you use words that are not actually in the Bible because rapture is not actually in the Bible. Okay, so using Bible lingo, um, gathering away, being caught up, um, uh, catching away. So uh, the matter on when that event would actually happen, you know, began the, the discussion behind that began to, um, uh, we used to have, we had a kind of a discussion about when that would actually happen. So let me first say, I've always, well, in, in the beginning, I've always been a pre-tribber. So pre-tribulation. And, and um, so when we talk about pre-tribulation, you know, you're talking about, you know, the tribulation period and uh, that period which is uh, shared or that is in the Bible and Daniel chapter 9 verses 24 through 27 and there is the doctrine of on which um, the church will be caught up, instead of rapture, it will be caught up before that time. And um, as a young saint, um, I followed that belief system because that's what our fathers, our fathers taught. Um, and now in, in my own reading, though, you know, in, in your devotion time, when you're reading scriptures and, and praying and, uh, you know, letting uh, uh, meditating on the word and letting God speak to you. in during that time, you know, and I'm reading certain scriptures, I came across this scripture that we're going to deal with tonight. But I never really gave it much, I guess, much credence. I didn't think it all the way through where Jesus actually tells you when he would actually return. So I never really gave it much thought until, um, and, and for years, I, you know, I would read it, I would see it, and I just, I just never put two and two together. Still, still stuck with what our fathers had taught, you know, pre-trib, we're not going to be here, we're not going to suffer you know, um, uh, we're not subject to the Lord's wrath. And I truly believe that to this, now that, that is one, uh, doctrine that I still, uh, hold to. You are correct. Correct. We are not, um, subject to the Lord's wrath. We are not 
subject to the Lord's wrath. Um, but as uh, but one day um, while at work, one of my brothers in the Lord challenged me on a thought, and he asked me, you know, when are we going to be raptured? Now this is our conversation. We know what rapture mean. Um, um, so I, you know, I gave my thought. Well, you know, our fathers are always taught, you know, and I, 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 I kind of hold to that. I hold to that. And the brother, um, he said, "Well, look, I tell you, you're 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 a good brother, and I'm not gonna try and coach you, you know, whatever, and 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 argue or debate with you. Read Matthew 24. Just read Matthew 24." And he gave me the, the exact verse. And I said, okay, all right. And, but I, re- I remember it sound familiar and I read it and I'm telling you instantly, instantly, just like walking over to that wall and fl- or walking over to this switch and flipping the lights, flipping this switch. If I flip it, the light's going to go off. But instantly when I read it at that moment, it all of a sudden made sense. I said, wait a minute. I've been reading this all this time, all this time I've been reading, uh, reading this. And the moment that I was challenged on it to just not really to debate it, but to really just allow the Lord to say, Hey, you know, enlighten you or open your eyes or whatever. Then I began to, I said, wait a minute. So the church is not going to be, caught up or um gathered together or raptured before tribulation jesus said himself now before i'm i'm gonna go ahead and i'm we're gonna get into these scriptures but i want to lay down a, a piece of groundwork let's let's just lay a foundation first first of all jesus said in uh, me, I'll go here. Let me go. Mark chapter thirteen. I want to set a, set a foundation. Chapter thirteen, verse thirty-one. Watch what Jesus says here. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall never pass away. Jesus's words. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Hey, bro, I see you. How you doing? So, so while in this, and I'm I'm talking about that. (laughs) So while in this room, you know, there was the challenge there about when, and, and, and really, really, we went deeper than that, but it caused me to have to, it, 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 we had to come back, we got to come back and really look at this again and now set up a foundation of when being caught up. I won't use the word rapture. Let's, let's use Bible language. Rapture is not in the Bible. I can see that, but it's a word that the church has used. And so that's why folk think that we outside of the church think that we don't know what we're talking about because we use words that are not in the Bible to describe such a heavenly event that's actually in scripture. So I'll use Bible lingo being gathered together or being caught up. Well, we, that event happened.
happens, it does not happen before tribulation. And so we want to kind of give some biblical proof on that. So, but again, I want to set this foundation first. Now watch, again, I said, heaven and earth, Jesus, or Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will not pass away. I, I, I want to set the groundwork of what Jesus said. Now watch. Uh, John 10, John chapter 10, verse 34. Let me first say that when Jesus refers to the scripture, well, let me back up. Let me start here, verse 29. Jesus said here, my father, which, which gave, uh, which gave me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. Then the Jews took stones again to stone him. And Jesus answered them, many good works have I shown you for my father. For which of those do you stone me? And Jesus answered him saying, for a good work, we stone thee not. But for blasphemy, because thou, because that thou be being a man, makest thyself God. So we understand they did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. At best, they thought he was a political agitator. At best. Now, Jesus answered in verse 34. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I say ye are gods. Now, he is referencing Psalms 82, verse 6, I think it is, verse 6 and 7. I'll read it again. And Jesus answered, answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, ye are gods. If he, if he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. I want to read one more. I want to read one more verse here. Let's go to um, Isaiah 55. Because what I'm doing is I'm setting the groundwork here. That what Christ said. Now, I know when we talk about pre-trib and everything, we like to pull up what Paul said and what everybody else said, whatever. I want to give you what Jesus said. Now, let's, 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 let's set the groundwork. When we pray. It, at least in the in 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 the Christian church and and you know in 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 a, yeah in the Christian church, you know I I I use that the word Christian very lightly. You know I I I I'm more prone to talk about sainthood than, but in the church let's just say in the church, we know in the church, uh when we pray we pray in Jesus name. When we baptize, at least some of us, some of us, when we baptize, we baptize in Jesus' name. When we say our grace in Jesus' name, everything that we do is hinging on the fact that Jesus is the focal point of the faith. Now, let me read here um, God's Yahweh or God's word here. In Isaiah 55, I'm, 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 I'm talking about Jesus for a reason. Now, watch this. Uh, but. Let me, let me pause on that and go here to Isaiah first. Isaiah uh, 55, 
55, and I'm going to start here, verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Now, another version says, I don't think like you. Now, that, that's, that's really, that really sounds like a slap to me. <laughs> but he says, uh, verse 10, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, thither but watereth the earth, and maketh it uh, bring forth and bud, that it may uh, give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to set the foundation and groundwork of what Jesus said. What Jesus said. Those words will not, it will not come to pass. I mean, his word will come to pass. His word, will, and it will not return unto him void. It's going to accomplish that what, where he sent it to do. Now, he said here, so, um, now, when uh, uh, um, um, there's a, another word, uh, another verse of scripture that says, out of the mouth of two or three shall a word be established. So why do I say that? Because when we normally, or when I normally refer to end time scripture, I most of the time, almost all the time, just refer to Matthew 24. I just stick with Matthew 24. But then I wanted to also, uh, well, I remembered that also in the synoptic gospels that not only did Jesus speak these words in Matthew 24, but he also spoke these words in Mark chapter 13. Not only did he just speak it in Matthew chapter 13, but he also spoke these words in Luke chapter 21. So now, and here was, was, was I'm going to give you part of what this debate was, but I'm going to stick with, uh, I'm going to start with the Matthew 24 because I'm, that's what I'm so used to hearing. And I want to say this in your hearing. Now watch this. And Jesus went out and departed. This is Matthew 24 verse one. He went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came with him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said uh, unto them. Now, let me set the stage first. Jesus just finished teaching. You have to go back and read Matthew 23. Go back and read Matthew 22. Read everything that happened in 22 and 23 so you get a proper context for what's happening happening here in chapter 24. This was part of our discussion debate and argument. I just want to share this with you. Now, um so what ha so after he finished teaching, set this up. After he finished teaching, they're walking out, the disciples are showing him the temple. 
And Jesus says to them this, they are so they ooh and on over the over what they have seen here at the temple. Herod, fixing up the temple, and 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 um and you heard me say this before that the temple had a uh, had a bad erosion problem, and Herod fixed it with a giant stone. He he fixed part of that problem with a a a a, a stone. Um. And they were happy and pleased. But Jesus told them this, chapter uh, verse 2. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Now watch what the disciples ask. Because this was part of the argument. Watch what the disciples ask. Tell us, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of your coming? And the conjunction here, and... And of the end of the world. Now, the sweet, sweet brother, and I, you know, sweet brother, I'm not talking about nobody at all, but this sweet brother, he wants, wanted to, number one, argue whether the King James Version says world or age. I don't, world, age, whatever. My King James says world. You want to debate whether it's age. My King James says world. This old, old Bible. This Bible is about as half as half as old as I am. Maybe the new print, maybe it does says age, but this says world. But now here's the thing: the debate is, or the, the debate was in that in, in uh in that conversation, that Jesus is only talking about a temple. But watch what the disciples asked. The disciples asked, I'm giving you more than, than what we planned for tonight, but it's, it's okay, it'll work. The disciples asked again, tell us when shall these things be? Now, if Jesus was only talking about a temple, if he was only referring to a temple, why would he say these? He's obviously talking about more than just a temple, or he's answering more, his answer involves more than just this temple. He could have said, uh, they, or they could have said, when will this happen? That's not what they asked. When shall these, and, and, to, and to prove that their question involves more than just the temple, that's why I say, go back and read chapter 23. For context, so you can hear all the things that Jesus was saying, setting this event up right here. I don't have time to do that because I want to. I want to. I want to go somewhere. So he. So when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of your coming, and the end of the age? Now, this prophecy that Jesus shared with his disciples. We understand that it was fulfilled in 70 AD. We get that. We understand that. It was 
the temple came and it was destroyed in uh 70 AD. Um I don't need that. Uh, it was destroyed in 70 AD. Now, here's the problem with prophecy. Because this is the part, this is the area of where I was challenged in, 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 in debate. We'll accept prophecy when we can go back and look and see when something was fulfilled. Obviously, Jesus, prime example. Jesus says this. The fulfillment, and here we are right here. We can look back and say, yeah, that happened in 70 AD. Okay? Isaiah, he prophesied, and, they, and and a child shall be born. And he, the everlasting father, the principal, the, 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 the pro, 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 uh, pro, um, proclaiming and prophesying Jesus. Jesus fulfilled that. But how many years happened? From the time the word was spoken until the fulfillment of it. And does it look like Isaiah is a liar? Because at the time when Isaiah spoke or that word was written, how many generations have passed looking for the Prince of Peace, this everlasting father, this wonderful counselor? He looks as he he almost appears to be a liar in this in, in the eyes of some folk. So so prophecy is good for us when we can look back and see when a word was fulfilled. And prophecy is good for us when we can proclaim something and say, well, this hasn't happened yet. So this is off in the future somewhere. But we have a problem receiving a word of prophecy that is supposed to be fulfilled in our present day. You know, the only time we don't have a problem with it, you know, the only time we don't have a problem with it is when somebody comes by, they prophesy in houses, money, land. They, 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 they you know, they, they, they want to, um, uh, 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 you know, material things. Oh, we looking for that. We, we, we look for that. Uh, we, we get up for that. But, other than that, other than that, you know, we have a problem with, and the argument is we love putting ourselves in prophecy and making things about us. And it's not about us. It's about a word that has already been spoken that is going to be fulfilled in our time. As a matter of fact, where is, where, um, where is that verse in chapter 24 where he says, and this generation, where is it at? Where is it at? I wasn't even going to look. And this, and this generate, and it shall not pass until this generate, until it, it's fulfilled in this generation. Read it. It's in there because I, I want to go somewhere else. But now look. So again, out of the mouth of two or three shall the word be established. Watch this. So Matthew gives us this word because that's what I refer to all the time. But Mark gives us this word. Luke also researches and gives us this word. And these three men give us the same word that Jesus spoke. Now I know, I know we go to, we get, in fact, let me, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up because folk like to throw at me so I can, I'm going to read it verbatim. Actually what it says in scripture, we like to refer to, um, uh, first Corinthians chapter 15 
verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption and this mortal shall, shall have put on immortality, then the same shall be uh, brought to pass. uh, The saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, therefore, my beloved brothers, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as uh, ye know, that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. But now let me go back here to verse uh, 52. He says, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for that trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall, uh, put, shall be raised. Now watch. Notice what Paul says here. He says, for uh, uh, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, at the last trump, at the last trump. So then if he's talking about a last trump will sound, then there had to be trumps, trumpets that sounded off before this last trump. I'm not going to get into those trumpets. That's another lesson. That's a total another lesson altogether. But in these next few weeks, we're going to revisit, because we did it before, seven trumpets. We're going to revisit seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials. We're going to revisit that. But Paul said here at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound. Now, when is this trumpet going to sound and the dead shall be raised? Now he tells us what is going to happen. Now I used to argue, I used to argue, I used to just kind of, you know, just say, just, just, you know, trying to be snarky and be cute. Yeah, that's the what, that's the what, but that's not the when, that's the what. Well, I need to correct myself because that is when. He's telling you the what, what is going to happen, and he's telling you when is going to happen. At the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. So that's when, then. But when is the last trump? Let's jump into this scripture. Now, you can read. Matthew 24, which is what I'm going to refer to. You can read Mark 13, and you can also read uh, Luke 21. Now, I'm going to refer to, at a certain point, I'm going to refer to uh, all three of them in just a second here. So, again, he told them, what shall be the sign of your, or when shall these things happen? So, it's more than just the temple, my my beloved. When shall these things happen? What shall be the sign of your coming and and of the end of the world? Again, my King James says world. And Jesus answered, watch this. The very first thing that Jesus says here, 
Take heed that no man deceive you. Verse four, take heed that no man deceive you. Why would Jesus make a point of saying, take heed that no man deceive you? Because of all the deception in the world. Now, let me pause here. Let me pause here. I know that we're talking again. We're talking about, uh, we're, we're talking about putting, putting the pre-trib debate to rest. Now, the first thing I want to say is there is no salvation. We say this all the time. There is no salvation on when the catching away or the gathering together will be. There is no, there's no salvation in any of it. Whether you believe in a pre-trib, as most do, whether you believe in a mid-trib, as some do, or whether you believe in, uh, 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 I said mid-trib, or whether you believe in a post-trib, as very few do. There's no salvation in anyone. Ain't nobody, you're not going to bust hell wide open because you believe in one or the other. That's not it. But why it's important to get an understanding of this is because Jesus said right here, be not deceived. Because there are those who are going to be looking for things to happen. They're going to be looking to be caught up. They're going to be looking to get out of here because things are happening and it's all of the tragedy that's happening in the world. And we will still be here according to what Jesus said. We've already established his word not going to return to him void. We already established heaven and earth will pass away, but my words. We, 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 we about to get into his words, what his word said. My words will not pass away. Verse, verse, verse five. For many shall say, for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. And he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, Russia, Ukraine. That's still not, that's still not the end yet. North Korea, South Korea, all the stuff that's happening. In fact, Mark says, he says wars and commotions. I think it's Mark that says that. He says just commotions. Uh, and we shall, you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For these, for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet for nation shall rise against nation. Remember this verse. I'm coming back to this later on for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes and divers places. All of these, all these are the beginning of sorrow. See you looking to get out of here to be caught away, to be gathered together. And this is just the beginning. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and shall say, um, and you shall be hated of all nations and my, for my name's sake. And then shall be, uh, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate, uh, one another and many false prophets shall rise 
and shall deceive many and become and because iniquity abounds the love of many shall wax cold you know i was thinking about all this crime and everything and and and, and somewhere in ecclesiastics and i can't think of the verse but ecclesiastics it says because because I'm paraphrasing it because I can't I can't think of the, the exact verse. But because judgment is not exact, or because it doesn't happen as speedily, it's set in it's set in man's heart to do evil. So when you you see uh 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 um how jail reform is not working, you got you know, as, as soon as somebody commit a crime and they they get arrested. 15 minutes later, you letting them right out and they going, they doing, they doing stuff again. They doing this. They, and, and, and all this, all the stuff that's happening in the world today, because judgment is not expedient because it doesn't happen right away. It's set in man's heart to do evil. You don't, we, you know, we ain't punishing, punishing folk no more. So it's like, Hey, I can still go out and do this and I can still go out and do that. Uh, hold on. So let me get back to this. Uh, that's say verse 11, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Verse 13, but he shall, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of, and the, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Now watch when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. Stand in the holy place. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee. Now I want you to keep, I want you to take, bear this in mind. When this was actually spoken and written, there was not a community living in Judea. But now, Judea is a is a whole development. But let them flee. Uh, uh, let them which are in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are uh, with child. And to them which give suck. So the, uh, uh, you're nursing. Uh, the woman is nursing. The woman is nursing. The woman. The woman. The woman is nursing. But pray ye your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall great tribulation, such was not since the beginning of the world, to this time, no nor ever shall be except those days be shortened there shall no flesh be saved but for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened then if any man shall say unto you lo here is christ or there believe it not for there shall there shall rise false crises and false prophets he says again early in this verse he said many false prophets are going to come and deceive many Insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, 
I have told you before. Wherefore, they shall say unto you, Behold, he is, uh, he is in the desert. Go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagle be gathered together. Now, watch this. Watch what Jesus said. He, Jesus said, for my pre-tribbers, for my mid-tribbers, and where we get this from, we'll refer back to it, but where do you get this from? We'll, we'll address it, but watch this. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, so the sun be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear a sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his, send his angels with a great sound of the trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from from the four winds of from one end of heaven to the other. Now watch. Watch what happens. There is no gathering together. There is no trumpet sounding. There's no winds and 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 nature uh being interrupted and changed. Nothing is happening until when? After the tribulation of those days. Now, that's Matthew. That's what Matthew said. Let's go over here to Mark. Let's see what did Mark say. Mark, um, Mark 24. I'm going to start here, verse 20. And except that the Lord hath shortened those days, no flesh shall be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he, he, whom he hath chosen, he hath shortened the days. And then... If any man say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or lo, uh, he is there, believe it not. For false Christ and prophet, false prophets shall arise and shall show signs and wonders and seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. But take heed, but take, verse 23, but take ye heed, behold, I have foretold you all things. Verse 24. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of, of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they uh, see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with great power and great glory, and then shall he send his angels to send to sh and shall gather together his elect from the four winds from the uttermost part of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. Now, that was, now if I, if I continue to read, watch this. I bump into where I, I said this verse earlier, in verse 31, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. 
Now that's Mark. Let me go over here to Luke. Luke 21, um, verse, verse 25, right here in verse 25, there's another there's a verse I'm looking for, yeah, here it is, verse 25, and therefore shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars upon the earth, upon the earth, distress of nature's with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Verse 26, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall, and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now again, it, all these writers are are putting together. They saying the same thing that Jesus has said. They've all heard, and from their perspective, from the audience of whom they are addressing, they've all said the same thing that. No action is happening until after the tribulation of those days. Matthew gives us some relief because he says immediately after the tribulation of those days. But where, but watch this. Let me go back here to to, to Matthew because Matthew said right here in verse 15, you say, okay, great tribulation after the tribulation of those days. What tribulation? He said right here in verse 15, when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Let me go ahead and pull this up. The abomination of desolation. Because I want to go over here. Oh, yeah, chapter nine. Chapter nine. We're going to chapter nine here in just a second. I want to make sure. You understand what we're talking about. Yep, that's it. That's it. Then let them which are already said, let them which are in the, um, um, uh, he that, verse 15, when therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Now, he referred to Daniel the prophet. What is he referring to? Daniel chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. He says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people, upon thy holy city to finish the transgressions and make an end of sin for uh, for the rec- for the reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah. Now watch, this is how you know 
This is how you know there's going to be a third temple. Now, part of this debate was that this temple was destroyed. It was fulfilled in 70 AD. And now everything has been fulfilled. We just waiting to get out of here. That is not true. I'm going to read verse 25 again. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth to the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall uh, be built again and the wall unto a troublous time. He's telling you this is going to be built. All this is going to be rebuilt again. And it's going to be rebuilt and you know, uh, uh, for the temple was already there when Messiah came forth. He told him it was coming down. Think about that. Messiah saw that temple that they were oohing and on over. But he told him that temple was coming down. So there has to be another temple that is going to be built. That was the second temple. Verse, let me get down, verse, uh, verse 26. And after, therefore, the two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the, and the people of the prince shall come and shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end and the end there uh, thereof shall be with a flood and unto the end and unto the end of the war desolations are determined and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week this is where we get seven years of tribulation which is not true we have been going through trials and tribulations since we've been here. What makes this tribulation so, this is why we've all been, we've been going through trials and tribulations, but what makes this so, uh, Jesus refers to as a great tribulation because he just, I just read it. There has never been this kind of trouble since the beginning, nor ever shall be. This is a this is the great tribulation. There's not just seven years of tribulation. Everything in been we haven't had heaven and cake and ice cream, and now you just got seven years of tribulation. That's not true. That's not so. That's the, that doctrine don't say what the Bible say. That doctrine don't stick. And that's why we we think we come up with these false doctrines, uh, uh um um uh false doctrines, and who would um. If I go over there, if I go over, because I got some of those books. If I go over there and pull up, um, I got the panoramic or the panoram of uh, of the Bible, that big, huge, long, you know, long Bible, the panoram of the Bible. And it was, I think it was four, it was four series of it. It's the panoram, of the, it's the, 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 the plan, the plan of ages, where it talks about the age of innocence and law and, 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 and all of that, right? So, so you got book one, the plan of the ages. I think book two was um, the study of uh, of angels. I think book three was um, what was book three? Um, 
it was four books. It was uh, the book of Revelation, and then there's another one. There's, there's, it was four books of them, the big, long panorama of that. But then there was also uh, Clarence Larkin's book, um, Dispensational Truths. Dispensational Truths. And from teachings like that, the church began to teach pre-trib. Pre-trib. And, 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 and Jesus never said nothing about no pre-trib. Jesus never did. We taking everything that everybody else said and making a doctrine out of it and not what Jesus said himself. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. He said immediately after the tribulation. Well, let me finish reading this. And it's and verse, verse, verse 27 in chapter 9 of Daniel. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. That's where you get the seven from. And in the midst of that week, three and a half years, and in the midst of that week, he shall cause the sacrifice of oblation to cease. Watch. Watch. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Please catch it, beloved. Please catch it. Please catch it. He's telling you, Jesus refers back to Daniel. And he's telling you that the that there that the there's a tip there has to be a temple built again because he's talking about and he shall cause the sacrifice of oblation to cease and for the overspreading of abomination he shall make it desolate even until uh, the consummation of that uh, determined shall be poured out upon the desolate. Beloved, my brothers, my sisters, there is another temple that is in the process of being built. Now, I ain't saying it's being built right now, but there is another temple that is going to be in the process of being built. Remember, I've been saying for weeks, I tell you, I said, look at what Israel is doing. Pay attention to them. Just pay attention to what Israel is doing. And I know there's this argument about, and I, I want to maybe get a little bit of commentary on that. We talked about the Kyrie and uh, Kyrie and uh, and uh, 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 Kanye and their words. And I, I got a little something, you know, look, my thoughts on that. But again, there is a, you worried about what, you know, they not the real Jews. And so God can't be using them. Go back and read Revelations chapter two. Is in chapter two and chapter three, both of them, verse verse nine of those chapters, where God says, where the Lord says, "I know thy works," and He says, "They are, you know, they are some paraphrasing. They are folk who calling themselves Jews, but are not. God knows who's he, who's His, and you know whether you know." Uh, whether we calling ourselves Hebrews or calling ourselves Israelites or not, he knows whether we are or not. He knows who, who are his and who's not. Let God do what he is doing. He is setting everything up. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, but let me go back and let, let me go back and, and uh, uh, um, I want to go over here to second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians, because I want to wrap this up. 
and then conclude again with my thoughts on Kanye and 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 Kyrie. Oh, that reminds me. I want to pull this up. I'll get to that in a second. There's something I want you to hear. I found it, and I've been holding on to it, and I want you to hear this. But right, first of all, right here, 2 Thessalonians. Now watch this. Now, we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. Okay? So he doesn't use the word rapture. I can see that. Our gathering together unto him. That ye be not soon shaken in mind or be or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Again, look what Paul says. Let no man deceive you by any means. Now, in the original text, these words were not here. Uh, let me go back. Let me, let me, I'm going to read verse four as I'm going to read verse three as it's printed. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there be a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Now in the original text, let me, Listen to what the original text says. These words were added. That day shall not come. That was added. But watch this. So what it re- so what that verse really says is this. Let no man deceive you by any means. For except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. But he's still letting you know, hey, listen, I told you before when this is going to happen. We refer to the first Corinthians verse at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound. But hold on, let's go here to verse four. Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worship so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself he is God. Remember not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. I said, remember not, let me say it in the proper, the way it's written. Remember not, remember ye not that when I was with you, I, I told you these things. It was a question. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Let me pause there. Nowhere in here does he say that the church is holding anything up. What he is showing you here that it is the Antichrist will be revealed in his time. It is not time 
for the Antichrist to be revealed. Has nothing to do with the church holding anything up. And we got to stop saying this false stuff. How, and, 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 and it was tongue in cheek and it was very snarky acting, you know, when I said it. And, and I don't mean it as, as much, I don't mean it as snarky now as I meant then, but I'm going to say that I'm going to still say it again. Now watch this. How can the church be holding the Antichrist from being revealed? Somebody who we don't even know exists. We know that he's in the earth and that he will be revealed. But how was the church holding back somebody who we don't even know when we've been dealing with stuff like, and I, and I use COVID as the example. We got COVID running rampant in the earth. And we who have the power of the Holy Ghost can't rebuke and hold back COVID. You can't hold back COVID, but you can hold back the Antichrist. From, from being revealed. We better go back and check our theology and really repent and get ourselves together. We're saying some off stuff and it's making us really look and sound real bad. Now, he said, and now let me get back here. I lost myself. Verse four, ver- verse five. Remember not that when I was, um, when I was with you, I told you these things. Now and now ye know what withholdeth. He's talking about time. He's not talking about the church. That he might be revealed in his time. There is time assigned for the Antichrist to be revealed. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken away, taken out of the way. Time has to be uh, 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 um, revealed or has to, it has to come to pass before this wicked one will be revealed unto us. And then shall the wicked one be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the, um, with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. I'm going to drop down here and then I'm going I'm to I'm I'm let this go. And for verse 11, verse 11. And for this cause shall God send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Now why? Why is God sending strong strong illusion? That they might believe, or that they might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, we're going to have to get back to this book and say what God's word says. We're going to have to get back in this and exam, re-examine this again. And, and listen, and you can, I, I, I don't say this for debate, but if you, if we ain't needed teachers. And I'm telling you, this is, this, this is, I'm just one of, one of a handful that's trying to get you ready for this end day, this end time. And, uh, we're going to be here. 
Whether you like it or not, we're going to be here. The only way you pre-trip, the only way you are pre-trip, and I'm not trying to be cruel, but it's just reality. The only way you are pre-trip is if you die. That's it. My, uh, I want to, I, I was just thinking about something. Uh, I want to thank you for your prayers again. You know, um, uh, you know, my wife had been down and had been sick for, uh, and had been struggling for months. And, um, and now she's, she's up and she's on her feet and she went back to work, uh, this week and, um, and, and, but she's not ready to drive. And uh, so I had to take her to work. I'm dropping her off. And then from there, I go to work. I drop her off and then I go. Now, she was telling me, now, in order for you to, for, for, order you, for, for you to be on time, you know, we're going to leave at this time so you can drop me off and then you can go right up the hill. You can go to work and get in. I said, yeah, okay, all right, all right. So now, watch this. So she was ready to leave. She was ready to go. But she couldn't go. She and, and 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 keep in mind, she had been sick, and so she's been in this house, ain't been able to go nowhere, and ain't been able to do nothing for much. She ain't been able to do nothing, and so she was glad to get back to work. I don't, I'm she just ready to just just run out the house just so can just so she can get to work, just so she can get out of here. But now watch, it didn't matter. When she was ready to go, she couldn't get to her job until I pulled the car out, put her in the car, and we go. She wasn't getting to work until I dropped her off. In like manner, it doesn't matter when you want to get out of here. It doesn't matter when you want to get out of here. Christ has already said when he is coming back. Matthew 24, 29 through 31. Mark chapter uh, 13, 24 through 27. Luke chapter 21, 25 through 28. He told you when he's coming. And Paul told you is at the last trump. So now we need to examine when is that last trump going to sound? And what were the trumpets before that? Again, another lesson, another lesson, another lesson, another lesson. So, beloved, that's, 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 you want to, I got a feeling sometime this week, I'm probably going to get pinged. I might get pinged if somebody want to argue and debate, and that's okay. We can do that. I love you. I love you, love you, love you. Let's do it. We can have a conversation on it, but I want to talk about, let me pull this up. I want to talk about real quick, because I'm already over time. I want to talk about, I got to find it. Uh, where are you? Um, Kanye and Kyrie and their um, comments on Jews, Israelite. I'm going to be honest, and I'll be totally honest with you. I don't know exactly what Kanye said. I think somebody tried to send me um, clips and stuff of it. I really never got a chance to um, 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 to listen to it. And I don't know what the movie or clip Kyrie shared, tweeted out or shared or whatever. I haven't watched any of it. 
I just know it seems to be some uproar because we have we have these brothers who are acknowledging who they believe that they are and and it's, and we should just accept the fact that if they think they are Israelites and they say they are Israelites, why do we have a problem with it? Why do we believe that the only Jews that ever existed are light, are of a lighter hue? And I'm not trying to assault anyone. Now, where I, where I do have a, a problem with is when we allude to the fact that the Holocaust was not real. Now that that now that 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 need to be corrected. Yes, there was a Holocaust. That needs to be corrected. You off to allude that to to allude that there is no that there was no Holocaust and they're just looking for attention and this that and everything. I got a problem with that. Now you off. But when these brothers, so many brothers are now coming into the enlightenment of they're the, they're, we are the original Hebrews and or we're Israelites or whatever. Now, I don't argue with nobody. You think you are? Fine. I don't have a problem with it. My whole thing is you don't have to shove that down my throat. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm not not saying that I don't fit that. But where I get a problem with this whole Israelite, Hebrew, Jewish argument is, is that we seem to take the nature of thinking that our ethnicity or our nationality saves us. And we are not saved by nationality. We are not saved by our our ethnicity. As a matter of fact, Paul said, let me pull it up so I can read exactly what it said, how it says. Right here in Ephesians chapter two, verse eight, for by grace are we saved. Through faith, and not that our and not of our of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's by grace are we saved, not by our ethnicity, not by our nationality. Fine, Israelite, Hebrew, you, me, whatever. But now he this this is this is what I wanted. I should have been pulling this up. Now I got to go back and find it again. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm gonna find this. Where is it at? Uh, and I'm gonna kind of close on this. Let me see. And I'd like to now bring up another interesting place that you're finding descendants of the Israelites, but may not necessarily be from the ten tribes, but will also play a role. And it shouldn't be overlooked. It's a very serious scenario. Is is in Africa. Africa has perhaps hundreds of millions of people with this identity right now of being from the people of Israel. Does that mean they were from the ten tribes? Likely not.
Hold on. Now, let me set this up. This is Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. And you can find a YouTube clip. Look it up. He says, black people are the 12 tribes of, of Israel. Now, whether you accept that or not, that's on you. The only thing I'm saying to you is this. We have to stop believing, preaching, and coaching that our ethnicity saves us, that our nationality saves us. It is not that at all. It is by grace that through faith. Let me finish. Let, 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 let's finish this. We're taught by the historians and within our own traditions that when the Romans conquered Judea a few hundred years after that the tribes of Israel went into exile, perhaps millions of Judeans were sold into slavery, into Africa, into Rome, deep into Africa. And if you look now, you're seeing people who are most likely the descendants of those slaves who kept true. I like to bring up a few specific examples because they're going to be game changers. One of them wrote letters to Israel when it became a state. And they said, we're, uh, we're Israelites out in Africa. You know, everyone laughed at them and they said, African Israelites, these people are just trying to jump on the first world country bandwagon. They're living in a third world country. They got nothing. We're coming to Israel. We got innovation, technology. So they're trying to get on this train because there's such a thing called the right of return. All descendants of the Jewish people from around the world are able to move to Israel. So they, they said, we are also. And everyone kind of laughed at them, like I said. And a few people took it serious and went out there and started studying them, learned about their culture. And a professor from Duke University went out there and did DNA testing on them. And he showed not only do they share Semitic genes from people who were in Yemen and back to the Middle East, these gentlemen, a large percent of them, have the Y chromosome to be Kohanim, to be priests. Now, if anyone who doesn't know, a priest is a specific family clan of the nation of Israel who come from Aaron, the brother of Moses, who was the first priest. And anyone descended from Aaron is, has the, the, the status title priest. And we found that these men in this village in South Africa called Lemba, L-E-M-B-A, carry this genetic marker to let us know that they share the same as from the Svartic and the Ashkenaz and, and the population of the people in Israel today, they share the same exact DNA marker. That's mind-blowing. So everyone kind of got humbled a little bit who, who laughed at them and said, now, now, now what? Now what do we do about this? This could have tremendous implications. Another area in Africa you have uh, something big happening is in Nigeria. You have the Igbo people, or Igbo, pronounced either way. There's 40 million of them, also Christians, like I spoke about before, how that could happen to the children of Israel very easily. But also a lot of them are now coming out and converting back or adopting the, the rules of the Torah without all the paganism that they've been practicing for hundreds of years. There's been books written about it from scholars in Nigeria, from scholars from the Jewish people. And where it gets interesting is, in America, there was a slave trade. And a lot of the slaves, a very high percentage of them, came from western Nigerian ports. And in America today, you see a, a very large movement of African Americans who say that they're the real 
chosen people, that they're the children of Israel, they're the Judeans. You know, so what are they just trying to create a, an identity for themselves because they were slaves, or is there really something here? And the answer is most likely there is something there. And most likely, maybe that they were the original Israelites, and maybe that the Jewish people today who are white Caucasian people um, came in a little bit later on. We know that some of the greatest sages of the transmission of the Torah were converts from Rome. You have a man named Uncleus who, who wrote a commentary on the Torah, unprecedented, that we still learn today. He was a convert. Some of the largest pillars on the transmission today were Roman converts. So here we are, we're, you know, I'm speaking, we're Caucasian Jewish people. And now you have people in Africa saying that they're the real people of Israel. It can't be ruled out at all. We know they were sold into slavery. We know now that they're fulfilling prophecies by saying, we're coming back. Want a second income stream? Because if you can... That was, um, that was, again, that was um, Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. And he is confirming, he is, he is confirming, that was, Rabbi, that was Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. And he was confirming what um, the, the, the realization of black people being, in the tribe, in those 12 tribes of Israel. Now, again, I'm not sitting here and going to debate and fight with those who say that they are. If you say that you are, okay, all right. If you can prove it, that's fine. Me, myself, I'm not worried about trying to prove whether I'm a Hebrew or Israelite or not. I'm a saint. I'm saved through grace and through the faith it, uh, 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 for, first of all first of all by adoption through faithful Abraham Abraham is our is, is our father not only that I'm saved because uh, 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 my total uh, repentance and believing on the sacrifice that Jesus Christ has made him dying for our sins. And taking away the sin of the world. I'm, that's how I'm saved. I'm saved by grace through faith. And not only that. And we, we say we believe. We say we believe this book. We say we believe that. We believe this Bible. But let me ask you what Paul asked. Have you received the Holy Ghost. Since you believe. Now that's the cap. Because Jesus said. In my name, you you can do things. He said, when I go away, he said, I got to go away that the comforter may come. And he told you in John who the comforter was. The comforter is the Holy Ghost. So I ask you like Paul, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And what are the signs following that you received it? Now, that's, a, that's enough. That's a mouthful. I'm overtime. I mean, over, overtime. My program director, she's healthy, and she's giving me the signal that I'm on too long. So as she she's back. She she's back. She's back. <laughs> so now I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. 
Again, this is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, those of you who are watching us live or you watching the video, you see the QR code here. Um, you can um, put, you know, sit your, scan, scan the QR code. You can keep up on all the different uh, platforms that we're on. And those of you who listen us to, listen to us on our podcast format, you listen to the audio. Um, you can uh, just, just you can just search Straight Truth Radio podcast. We're on Apple, iHeart, Google. We're on all the platforms. Just search Straight Truth Radio podcast. Again, the place where the lip of truth and do us forever. Here, where we are just trying to bring rever- uh, understanding to end time events. Remember, as we go. Until we cross paths again, hold on to him who is able to keep you from failing and from falling. Remember, we are not sinless. We just sin less because of him who became sin for us. So until next time, stay strong, stay true. We love you. We'll be right back next week with another episode. God bless you.